on this episode of Why Watch That. Here we say, watch two, then you're through. Mm -hmm. I say, watch three, maybe. So. I'm a woman, you're a woman. I'm a woman, you're a woman. So what, I'm a woman. Uh, you know, I'm a woman. Uh, okay, we know you're a woman. Like, like move, <laughs> move forward. What are their love interests? And it's not animals. Okay. So, okay, so we got all of that too. <laughs> a different show on a different network. So wait, are you the Becky of I no, you the call, Karen? The you call Karen. me whatever you want. But no, but I'm I'm Karen if Karen is right. Because yes. they, said, they said that. And I was like, y'all not giving us what you said. I went, wait! <laughs> I'm like even after seeing so many episodes, I was like, whoa, how dare you? <laughs> like, how dare y'all are tough? Y'all are rough. And that's why we love Gamora. Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and business as well. You know, Critic, I got Mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk and some real good food too. Mm -hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. The Why Watch That Talk. I am starting a TV talk. Get out of here. What? Yes. No. No. You know, it's a new year. It's a time for new beginnings. And in this beginning, everybody, we do have a TV talk for you. We have a series of series premieres to go through and a series of season premieres to talk about. Four series premieres, three season premieres. Let's just dive in, starting with the series premiere on NBC right now. What is it like? Four episodes available? Yeah, just four. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Mayor. Now I had I started this and I had to stop immediately. However, it is <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, but it does come to us from the great Tina Fey, starring the great Ted Danson and the great Holly Hunter. So, what? Ref, tell us about this Ted Danson playing the mayor. It should all work, right? Well, here's the deal, and I um the pilot because here we say. Watch two, then you're through. Mm-hmm. I say watch three, maybe. So there, <laughs> there's, take that option. Ted Danson plays the mayor of LA. He's just been elected. And the former mayor got fed up with all this covid stuff and decided to get in a cab and say, just keep driving. Mm. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> and he's like, I'm out. So Ted Danson, of course, is going to step in. He is a well-known businessman, very wealthy. 
why does he want to be mayor? And the question really becomes, Holly Hunter, the Academy Award winning, the piano Holly Hunter, mm. why is she in this and what is her purpose? Well, she plays um, RP, okay, who we find out she wanted to be mayor. Wow. Now we have Ted Danson Neil playing the mayor. He's the mayor. And is he the brightest of mayors? No. Is he the suavest of mayors? No. But he does know how to maneuver through politics, shall we say. Mm. And he knows that Arpy's going to give him a little trouble. So what does he do to kind of hush her up? Because she is a granola-eaten, you know, completely green, power to the people. It's as, it's as if Bernie Sanders met milk. Oh. <laughs> And, and they had, you know, a love child. This is RP. So what does he do? He gives her a position. I'm not going to give it away, but in order to keep her under control, keep your enemies very, very close. So you'll have to see what that is. Alongside um, to help him get through these new weeks are, are, is a team that he has uh, constructed with um, Tommy Thomas. Tommy Thomas, can you believe that? Who's played by uh, Mike Caliban and um, Michaela, along with Jaden, who's played by Bobby Moynihan. Jaden is his communications executive. When Bobby Moynihan is your communication executives, what does that spell? Well, you've got all these huge, you know, these characters all around, but it all boils down to the fact that the new mayor of L.A. has a slew of problems coming his way. And how does he maneuver through that when he is a single father to his daughter, Orly? Now, where's the mom? I don't think it worked out with the mom. Hmm. How does she feel about her run once very rich, posh dad who lived in a posh neighborhood now moving to the mayor's mansion how does she feel about that how does how do her classmates feel about that and how does she shall we say communicate her feelings about that and now you get mr mayor it's basically the balancing of you're giving ted danson his room to be the goofiest most airheaded kind of mayor who's constantly trying to get into trouble inadvertently and then his surrounding folks getting him out of that trouble and dealing with a teenage daughter at, at the same time. So that's what Mr. Mayor's all about. And really why watch this? Mm. There's no laugh track, thank God. But yeah. really, really why watch it? It's Tina Fey. At the end of the day, although it had a rough start, you start to, they start to fall in line with what they want to accomplish with Mr. Mayor. And that is just goofy fun. That's all it is. Mm. There's no bigger agenda. There's nothing, you know, revelatory about it. It's just a bunch of great actors. The material warms up to the great actors and they start to fall in line with what those characters will be. We only have, Critic though, 13 episodes. So the question will be, will NBC pick this up to expand it out into that classic 20 plus episode a season? And does the, can the show hold that weight? I say for now, we'll take the 13. If you just want 
mindless, ridiculous comedy coming at your way, especially when a certain mayor is given some gummies that he should not have eaten at a local shop. You'll find out whether Mr. Mayor is there for you or not. And and you were saying, I don't know if if you're a Kimmy Schmidt person, would this work? Yes. If if you liked... um, the what was it what was the whole title the unbreakable unsing, unbreakable kimmy schmidt mm-hmm. that's on netflix that was created by tina fey i think this is along the lines are the character characters on mr mayor as you know polarizingly crazy not yet <laughs> not yet so there you have it if you like that i think you can move on if you like um uh 30 Rock, I think this is, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to something that you've seen. And I was going to watch this, but I just couldn't catch it in time. This is Miss Scarlet and the Duke, PBS. And if you are a subscriber, you can just whip right through it and watch it. Um, if you're not, remember, PBS only gives you a very short amount of time between what they put on their app for free and what air after it airs. So you really are up against the clock to watch it for free without being a subscriber. But guess what? If you pay at least $5 a month, (laughs) five bucks, then you get to have um, the full season at your disposal. To me, Critic, this smells like if the alienist had no (laughs) disgusting murders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It may be a, a hint of Sherlock, just a little sniff. Um, also, listeners, just so you know, if you do miss what the ref said, the window and you go, oh, I don't know if I want to pay. If you have Amazon Prime, it comes to Prime later on. So you'd have to wait. But there you go. Now we are in Victorian London. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Miss Scarlet wants to be a private investigator. That's what she wants to do. But does Wait, anybody during else? that time? Hey, that's what, and this okay. is where you go, the alienist, right? Yeah. Same yeah. kind of thing. So she wants to do that same kind of thing that Dakota Fanning was was doing in the alienist uh, with like, like you said, without it being so gruesome. So of course she's not accepted. Uh, the Duke is a cop. Okay. And they have history. I won't get into all of the entanglements, but they have a history, okay? <laughs> and the Duke will tell her flat out, you're a woman, You're what are you doing? No, women aren't detectives, thank you. Women don't work with the police, thank you. Now, her father has his own investigation firm. Yeah. Does her father want her to be involved? Well, how did she get a taste for this kind of life anyway is the question. Now, things happen. I'll put it that way. And she finds herself in a position of, hey, I've got to provide for myself. How? Well, maybe if I take over dad's practice, I can. But can she do it and be honest about it's actually Miss Scarlet leading this instead of dad? That's the question. And as you go through the season, of course, you see her crack certain cases, get into trouble, maybe make a mistake. The Duke is there to try to stop her along the way. But then eventually, are they going to work together? You know, Of course. Uh-huh, all of that happens. And of course, there are cases that need to be solved and so on. Now, look, I made it to episode three. Oh, dang. 
And the reason I stopped is for two reasons, actually. One is I don't need to be reminded all the time that she's a woman. I know. We know we're in Victorian London, okay? But you've got to write it for us. Okay, this wasn't created in 1970. They kept, right. they, I'm a woman, you're a woman. I'm a woman, you're a woman. So what, I'm a woman. Uh, you know, I'm a woman. Uh, okay, we know you're a woman. Like, like move, <laughs> move forward. Now, the other problem is, if you're someone who watches these kinds of shows and you want to be surprised or you want to see the intricacies of the case cracking, you don't really get it here. Oh, I, so it's not a procedural in nature, like like that kind of it is procedural-ish. It's just not, when you go through that ref, it's not that rewarding. Like okay. when you watch Sherlock, it's like, oh, how yes. did Sherlock piece this together? Even if you kind of can see it, the way you get the thought process of Sherlock, you don't get that here. It's kind of uh, like, okay, this is what it is. And it's not interesting. So you can start it, everybody. If this is your kind of thing, you might want to watch the whole thing. So I'm not saying it's terrible. It's just for me, it wasn't enough to supplant everything I've seen in this genre. Well, let's just stick with PBS for a second because they also offered um, All Creatures Great and Small, which I also was going to watch and didn't get a chance to. And already it's been renewed for a second season in the UK. So they feel like they've got something here, at least enough to present a second season. And, you know, you have to be a particular person to really get into PBS offerings, but every now and then you'll get a Downton Abbey, you'll get a Sherlock, you'll get, you know, some of those Pride and Prejudice back in the day, you'll get some really good stuff. And the question is, since it's already moving forward with another season, um, at least over there, is this something that we can, you know, maybe add to the reasons why we need to make that subscription? Yeah, uh, you, you'll get a pole dark. <laughs> <gasps> oh, now you know. Oh, that's right. I can't stop. And the Victoria, I mean, come on. Yeah, Victoria, right. All of that. Um, and the previous show, you'll probably get another season of that too. Now, look. All Creatures Great and Small and got nothing to do with Miss Scarlet and the Duke. It's completely different. If you want to be taken to the past, this is the 1930s. Uh, we are in England again. But you're taken to a past where the problems aren't that big, where it really is about small town kind of life and you get those personalities. But underneath anything that might be a problem is heart. If you want a blanket kind of show. Home Fires. Ah. Mm -hmm. On PBS. Yes. If you want that kind of thing. Cranford. Sorry. Sorry. Cramp, <laughs> exactly. It's just Cramp. all coming through. Yeah. Yeah. It's in that uh, milieu. Now, what we have here is Harriet. Dr. Oh. James Harriet, that is. Oh. Who is a burgeoning veterinarian. Okay. <laughs> So that's why it's all creatures, great and small. And by the way, this is based on a real guy. He wrote di diaries. So, okay. So we start off, he's at home with his parents. He needs to find his jo a job. His mother's like, look, please get any job you can. And you might need to give up on this veterinarian thing and go work with your father. Okay. Oh. But he does get a call to come out way away from where his parents live 
to try out to become a junior veterinarian. Now, this isn't the first time he's gotten this kind of call. So mama's kind of like, mm, we'll see. So he rides out and you'll see what that journey is like. And when he finally reaches uh, this place, uh, it's actually called Skeldale House. And he works for a, a veterinary surgeon, Siegfried. And Siegfried is very, very, he's very clear on what he wants to happen. And if you don't follow his rules, you're gone. This isn't oh. the first assistant he's had and the second, third, fourth, whatever. Okay, okay, all right. Now the housekeeper of Scaledale House, uh, Mrs. Hall, is looking at Siegfried and going, not another one. <laughs> okay. Wait, why is it always Mrs. Hall? <laughs> Mrs. Hall, don't you? Yes, and it is Mrs. Hall. Mrs. Hall is doing all the work. You know, she's making sure everybody's in the right place, but Mrs. Hall isn't... I'll put it this way. What they do well, when you, if you watch the whole thing, you'll find her develop and you'll learn things about her that's not connected only to Siegfried. Okay. So okay. that was nice. There is something going on with Mrs. Hall. There's, there's a tug at her heart that she has to contend with. Now, James, Harriet, they call him, and Siegfried. How are they gonna work together? Is Siegfried gonna welcome Harriet or not? And what happens if Harriet makes a mistake? Mm -hmm. Mrs. Hall is there. <laughs> also, all of the people, you know, all of the farmers, when they go to get deal with all of the animals, what? how do they play a role here? How are they gonna receive Harriet? Because Harriet makes mistakes, but sometimes he has, a, a, sometimes he has an inspiration. Mm -hmm. Now, a little monkey wrench is thrown into this because Siegfried has a younger brother, Tristan, who comes home from school and says, "I graduated. I'm now a veterinarian." Uh oh. oh. Now, how does that play out? Is he telling the truth? Does he know anything about animals? This is the family business, but does he want to be in it? Should he be in it? Is his focus on other people instead of where it should be? These are the listeners. In case you, you don't know what's happening, the critic has his hand like he's whispering. <laughs> Only I can see it, but I just thought that that audio detail needed to be relayed. That he's those are all whisper questions. <laughs> So that's that's the question. I'll put my hand okay. up again. And he's still, it's still there. Now look, <laughs> everyone else, also for Siegfried, also for James Harriet, what are their love interests? Like, so all of this stuff comes in and it's not animals. Okay. So, okay. So we got all of that. <laughs> there. A different show on a different network. Okay. That's more like the Nick. <laughs> I don't know what that would be. So now. In the end, of course, we have this, you know, it's provincial life, all the townspeople, you know what's going to happen. You know yeah, that there yeah. will be little dangers, but they get out of it. But I will say, <laughs> one of their customers is a wealthy woman played by the late, great Diana Rigg, who was in the Game late. of Thrones as Lady Tyrell. So you know Lady Tyrell. And this woman has a dog who is pampered. The dog don't eat kibble. Okay, so they got to try to help this dog lose weight. Will she allow that to happen? So that's the kind of thing you have here. Um, I would say if, again, if you just want to be taken away to the 30s where you feel safe, where mm -hmm. you feel supported, 
where these people, they actually become people to you. Is it the best thing you've ever seen? No. No. I, at this time, ref, I was willing to just let them take me away. That was the whole point. And I might be a small creature, but I hope to be a great one one day. You are in our hearts now that, and that's the way I felt with Mr. Uh, Mayor, you know, just mm-hmm. sometimes you need to unplug from all of the chaos of the real world and some of this chaos that they're throwing at us, these screeners yes. and just go, can I just be with some people that I like? Yeah. That I like, I want to enjoy a cup of tea with these people <laughs> and their little dogs and just move on with life and cows and everything else they're reaching in. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Yes. I'm not interested in that. But um, we have to end uh, the series premieres with probably one of the most anticipated series premiere that I can, we could safely say Mm. in all of the Marvel Universe. Because if you don't know what you do, but some people are still a little confused because there's some word in the trades. Mm. The Mar- Marvel Universe, the series, really landed on multiple platforms. So the first platform, it was um, the, the TV series landed on. And we're talking about the, the Faggy era. Mm-hmm. Um was Netflix. And so we, that was the Defenders where you had Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Iron Fist. You 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 had that going on. <laughs> and then they started like spinning off. I think ABC had the Agents of Shield and yeah. you had I think what was called Runaways and you you had yeah, all these little knew. um mm-hmm. Yeah, you had all these little spin-offs. Well, now they're coming back home. And Disney Plus is launching, I believe, the first series that really takes place in the feature world of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So this is the first that we've seen where these, some of it will be prequels or mequels. (laughs) Um, Some of it will be sequels to the event uh, the Spider-Man universe calls it the event, but we're obviously we're talking about the infamous snap and mm. um, the Thanos's uh, destruction and his demise. We've got WandaVision. Mm. And I'm not going to, I don't think we should, um, we, well, let's not, we, let's not mince words. We don't, we don't have to tiptoe around it. We know what happened to vision mm-hmm. in, in the features world. He didn't make it out. And, uh, we know that Scarlet Witch or Wanda mm-hmm. did make it out, but we have Wanda Vision. Yeah, and hmm. it's not the way the movies look. Uh, Critic, it doesn't look like it. They don't. They don't look like it. The the actual. It's in black and white, and then yeah, the it's start. in that weird. Yep. Technicolor weirdness. And this is coming to us from Matt Shakeman, who directed it. But the creator is is Jack Schaefer, one of the creators of this. Mm -hmm. What is she getting at here? Mm. Because you're going to tell us, because we've seen the first three episodes. Yeah. And that might be it. But Mm. we've seen the first three episodes. And I don't know about you, Critic, but 
me, I had more questions than I do, than I have answers. What's going yeah. on here? I had one big question. Um, Why? Exactly. <laughs> that was the big question. Why did you come up with this? Um, and this is, as the ref was saying, uh, after Avengers Endgame. So that's where, where we are. When In the timeline. Are. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Wanda and Vision are married. And you think, is this like um, Pleasantville? Like, what is going on? They are like stuck in, is it I Love Lucy? Is it Bewitched? Is it, um, is it, uh, what's the? It feels like Bewitched. It's, it's a whole bunch that they, they a whole yeah. bunch of classics. The 50s. Sitcoms. Yeah, of the 50s. Starting there and moving forward through time. Brady yes. Bent Brunch comes up. Like, like all this stuff you go, okay, is that even mod? I don't know. So <laughs> that's where you are. So you're watching them like, Desi Arnaz and, and, and Lucille Ball in the beginning play the married couple. Vision goes to work. Yeah. And of course, he's really fast. Now, all the people that are there, do they even pay attention to this? Also, the bewitched whole thing because they have powers, do they use them? Yes. Do they know who they really are? Do they actually know how they got here? Do they know that they are in a different reality? Because certain things happen, certain other characters may do things that almost helps them to snap out of it. Yeah, it's like a trigger. Yeah, but when they're triggered, Raph, they pause and they can't quite grasp the message. And over time, there is a voice coming in trying to reach Wanda. Does she want to be reached? That's the question. Mm. Also, there's another character in here who pops up who Mm. even says... How, I don't even know how I got here. What is that about? Mm. Now, this character is played by Tiana Paris. So now you're watching this classic stuff and you might be going, okay, Tiana, if, if you know her, black actress, how do black people get in here? There are other people of color in here. How do they play around with that or not? So these are questions that come in. Now they have a nosy neighbor because classic sitcoms. You got to have it. Play by Katherine Hahn. So what's she up to? Also, if somebody in this reality with them starts to smell something's off, what happens? Yeah, that's a good question. And is there a way to go from this dimension to other dimensions? Okay, now you're knocking on something. Now... We saw, like the ref said, the first three episodes, which are now available. We saw them early. I will tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. And I will not be continuing because watching this, I am sorry. There was not enough meat on the bone or under the bone for me to just watch you do classic sitcoms. I can go watch the classic sitcom. Yes. Yes. Because it was because it was more of that than it was the mystery. I don't even know what the mystery is. I don't know what I'm supposed to be like figuring out. They don't know. I don't know. I don't know why they're here. I don't know why we're seeing the classic sitcoms. There is no foundation for it. This is stuff for people who love Marvel, know all of the little eggs they leave for you, know yeah. classic sitcoms as well, and know all the little references. And you want to be, you want to just uh, be in on that. If you well, want to feel like you know. They said it's like there's a comic book of this alluding yes. to this. So if you're into that world and you read that 
episode of the comic, mm-hmm. then you know. But I haven't. I haven't. I don't know if you have. I will or not. tell you, my brother knows all about it, and even okay. with that, it may not appeal to oh, people. Oh, that's good because it, they are pulling so much from the classic sitcom. Yeah, yeah. That they're losing it. I know they lost me. I don't care enough. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I'm and with all you. and some of these people going, oh, it's it's so brilliant. There is no story here. But well, we do know that we will. I'm because I'm going to give this away. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. We do know that there is some resistance mm-hmm. from Wanda. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? She when whenever she's confronted with it's whenever she's confronted with questions. Yes, she doesn't want to know. Mm-hmm. And so that to me is the only mystery that got me from episode one to two mm-hmm. and then finally to three that they gave us to watch. Um, critic, the question will be, is Kevin Feige going to do what he did to the movies, which requires us to get, meaning moving from one mm-hmm. One um, TV, what we're calling, they're TV shows. From right. one, well, TV shows and also feature worlds. Is he still going to have that through line that if you don't watch this, then you're going to be a bit lost and you're not going to have all the information? We don't know that yet, but yeah. we do know that WandaVision may not be fully reviewed by what watch that. <laughs> I will, I, I said to you in a text, and I don't mind going on record. Ugh. I don't know if this is for me, but I think I'm going to try one more episode and I'll let you know if I'll be the Lone Ranger <laughs> on well, good. that. Yeah, because they're going somewhere and, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah. wait until you see episode three. Sorry, I saw it. Yeah. I, I, I don't care. No. Anyway. Well, let's uh, move And on. I don't care about your movies either. I will just not know. Now, oh. what I will know whoa, about, I'm whoa, sorry. No, y'all, I, I, you know I don't like that, ref. I don't like this. You got to watch this to watch that. I don't do it. I told Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy I'm not doing it. I'll tell Kevin Feige. I'll tell everybody else. I ain't doing it. That's on you to tell your story. I, it's not on me to constantly watch everything you have, whether I like it or not. Come on now. But I will try Darn. every everything you present. I will try. Well, we have to note that this is Fakey's first. Yes, like he is totally a, absorbed um, uh, Marvel uh, television. It was under another creative direction. He's yeah. totally absorbed it, and we have to leak this out. It's not leaking, but Daredevil may not be done. Yeah. So we'll just let everybody know that we may see Daredevil in some form. <laughs> Yeah, and we're talking about the same actor. Um, in but don't some ask other- him about it because somebody asked him about it, and he paused before he answered for a long time about what Daredevil and really? Charlie Cox coming back. He was asked, Kevin Feige, "Hey, yeah. is Charlie Cox going to come back?" Paused. Oh well, some traits are. Yeah, I know, and said maybe. Now well, I don't we- know what that means. We'll have to find out, we- or maybe not, out. or maybe not. I hope- Anyway, <laughs> what we do know is the second half of season three of Grownish is here. Yes, yes, they split the seasons. Yes, they do it that way. Why? I don't know. But well, this one was because of COVID. This well, one. They, okay, sure. very good. So this we know is a spinoff of Blackish. This we know is Yara Shahidi's character, uh, Zoe, 
at college. But what in the world, Rev, is going on with these college kids right now? Please tell us. Well, we know from right before Zoe has dropped out of college. She said, I am done with this because she has a full contract with Joey Badass Mm -hmm. and she is um, his stylist and they are traveling and it's very hard for her to be at Cal U at the same time. But we also know before I left that her and Aaron played by Trevor Jackson, you know, they're on and on again, off again relationship. Yeah, they she was done with Lucas because Lucas moved on to another girl. And she went in for another double dip with Aaron, meaning they shared a very passionate kiss. It sent Aaron into utter confusion because she said she was done Mm -hmm. and she wasn't. And so now we have confusion between the two. We also know from last time that Nomi got pregnant and she is now a mother. She had the baby. Is she back at Cal U? As of right now, no. But we also know that Anna, who had a weird fling with Aaron, Mm -hmm. is trying to find out what she wants to do with her life. But not before we get on to Jazz. Uh Jazz and um, her boo, Mm. they're no longer together. Mm. But they're on break. It's just a pause because Jazz has to prepare for this big meet. And she can't balance the life of being in a relationship as well as being, you know, tied to a man. And quite frankly, that's just the way it's going to be. And if you don't like it, you can figure out what to do with that. But the question is, is she really doing that great without Doug? I don't know. That's played by Diggy Simmons. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think because she's 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 harassing. Now, when we find out this past episode is that Zoe is in Miami. She not only has one celebrity client, but she has two celebrity clients mm-hmm. and she is living all her life. And in fact, she's living the, the kind of life that she's always dreamed of that she feels empowered as a grown woman with her boss skills. Mm-hmm. So she decides to text Aaron. And be like, look, when I get back, we're going to pick this up right where we left it, bro. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. Does that exactly happen? Because <laughs> you know Zoe's always thrown these surprises. Mm-hmm. And boy, is she thrown a huge surprise. Mm. And that changes the course of things and her desires to get back with Aaron. On top of that, Luca, who is kind of seems to be over Zoe has now fallen in love. And the question is with him, you know, Luca's already, he and Jillian are already, you know, kind of new. They're kind of fit for each other, but he does something that causes their relationship to either move forward fast or to stunt it forever. Hmm. So that's where we basically are with these young college students it is their very messy it's their junior year (laughs) so we're getting closer and closer to things wrapping up we know aaron this is his last year Mm. what will he be doing in the future uh how do we have the dual lives going on did zoe really leave college 
And then where is COVID in all of this? Right. Yeah. Like, is, is, does it exist? So far, not yet, but we'll Good. see how that progresses. Mm-hmm. I say this with Grownish. I know um, you left it a while ago, and that's completely okay. You also left Blackish for the record. Yeah. So I am holding it down on um, the Kenya Barris front for <laughs> ABC. I don't watch Mixedish, but what I will say with this is it is just. Sometimes grownish like blackish can really hit the head when mm. it comes to like um issues that you're either dealing with um being black or being blackish, or in this case being a millennial or gen X a gen Zer, uh just what it means to be uh, a young person in 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 this country. Uh but when it doesn't do that, it's just literally messy relational teenage early 20s kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so i rather have the more issue focused kind of episodes and this one unfortunately was not one of those (laughs) i'm not mad at it i'll keep watching but it's on thin ice Mm. now the question for me is is cb strike lethal white (laughs) (laughs) on strike what is this i don't remember now this is season two yeah it was on hbo it was on Cinemax. Like, see, I'm sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. It was on Cinemax. Moved to HBO, which I think we need to. I need clarity about uh, Cinemax because <laughs> it's called HBO Max. Max, yeah. And we, Max is the same font as Cinemax. So I, uh, <laughs> I really, I don't know. I feel like they're estranged. I feel like mm. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a child, and the parents got. They have a we are they separated? Mm-hmm. Are they getting back together? I don't know what's happening there, but yeah. we do know they're sharing content mm-hmm. ever so often. And you can watch all of it on HBO Max, though. So it's not like you have to go to Cinemax to watch season one and then you watch season two on HBO. Right. None of that business. So you can find it all in one home. It's back for a second season. And the question is. Does that, does the content change with the network? Well, it didn't because this is from across the pond. See, so Mm. like it didn't affect them. They're just purchasing it. Got it. Just for distribution. Exactly. So, and the other confusing thing, Raph, is technically (laughs) it's four seasons, but in the States, the first three seasons were season one on Cinemax. So. So when you go through everybody, if you decide to watch it from the beginning on HBO Max, on that platform, uh, the first season technically is just the first three episodes of season one. They do that over there a lot. It's They have shorter, shorter uh, seasons. And these are then ref seasons two and three are two episodes each. So my question mm-hmm. is, is it a beginning, middle and end each season? Yes. Okay. Okay. So it's it's essentially case by case. So you get, and you'll see it. It'll say part one, part two, part three. So you know you're done. You'll know when you're moving to the next got uh, it, case. Got it. But throughout, of course, we see the relationship between CB Strike and Robin, who becomes his colleague. Mm. So now in season two here in the States, which is now airing on HBO and Okay, is so those are, he's giving you air quotes. <laughs> just give just, they can't see that. I know, I know. I do that for you. So oh, season you. two, you know, in the States, 
which is season four well, across we, the pond. We really are in the States though. I so know. do you have to <laughs> <laughs> So in the States. <laughs> whatever you want to call it, we now have this latest season. And look what happened. First of all, the whole time you're watching CB strike, uh, CB, the C stands for Cormoran. So you can see why it's CB. So Cormoran's played by Tom Burke, and he is a war vet. Uh, this is not a period piece. And, you know, because of that, he has certain issues to deal with. Um, he, he, you know, he suffered physical damage as a result of being a war vet. But he's a great detective. He's a great investigator. And he has this private practice. And at this point, he and Robin are, again, colleagues. Uh, Robin, played by Holiday Granger, um, she had this boyfriend, the boyfriend, but is he non plus is the question. Well, we find out at the start of this new season that they got married. But the whole time you're like, really? Because Cormoran and Robin, mm, there might be more going on there than just professional stuff. Uh-oh, whoa. So in the first episode, which is all that has released as of taping, the first episode of this new season, we see what's going on in the present time and what happened at the time of the wedding. So we're going back and forth, and I won't tell you what we learn. But in the present time, there is a new case. A strange man walks into their offices, draws stuff on the wall, scares their assistant, and gives them a possible case. But can he be trusted? Because he doesn't seem to have a nice grip on reality. But Cormoran goes, I believe him. So they start investigating this. And he's connected to a brother. And this brother is connected to a certain politician. Mm -hmm. And this politician comes to Cormoran to get his services. Because the politician says, somebody's trying to blackmail me. I'm not going to tell you how. And you're not going to tell anybody. But I need you to investigate them to stop this nonsense. Okay. So how do the two brothers and this politician come together? And how in the world are Cormoran and Robin going to be able to navigate all of this craziness and their own personal relationships? Because for Robin's husband, does he want her working with Cormoran? Uh, and not if there's some some sparks. Is that the reason? Oh, ooh, I, okay. I, you know, I can't tell you. But what I can tell you is this. <laughs> this is based on a series of books written by J.K. Rowling. Yes, under a pseudonym. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And it was on Cinemax a while ago. Like, I've been yeah. waiting for this to come back for, like, years. But like, it, it had already been good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the last time you watched Cinemax, but... Yeah. Uh, has it um but it's been going on in, in the UK. It's well, no, like that's the thing. So oh, it Cinemax, stopped. Yeah, because Cinemax picked up the first three seasons as season one. Then they took a little hiatus, and then okay. uh last year they aired what we now have on HBO Max and HBO is the new season. So it, it's only been like a less than a year since it was across the pond. So okay. Um and I liked season one as we call it over here. Because it's not something where you go, oh, let me watch this. I can't wait. It's I'm in good hands. The mystery yeah. is enough. The, Tom and Holiday are great actors. They have great chemistry without talking a lot. 
They're interesting to watch. So I'm just willing to sit back and just see what happens. That's the kind of show you have here. So if this is your kind of thing, if you're like, if you go back in the day, like Murder, She Wrote, that kind of stuff, <laughs> <laughs> which was my grandmother's favorite show, like that kind of thing. Oh, hey, I liked Murder, She Wrote. I did too. I did too. I'm just saying Boy, that for my grandmother. You. So, yeah, if that's your thing where you just want to be in the care of people that know how to do this kind of show, but it's not earth shattering, then CB Strike, now called Lethal White for the new season, is your cup of tea. Well, you know, let's talk about tea. Oh, boy. And I don't mean the tea that you sip. I mean the tea that you talk about. Um, We have a show that, quite frankly... Mm. it's been through it it has been through it especially because it was attached um primarily to a company that has now been dissolved because of of personal uh issues we're talking about gomorrah yeah and this comes to us from italy and It is, uh, we talked about Gamora before. This is not our first time. That's why we're calling it a season premiere. Um, Not only because it truly is a season premiere, but we have talked about Gamora before. It it did, it was distributed here uh, by the Weinstein Company. And, you know, obviously we know there's been uh, craziness uh, legally, personally with him, but also legally with some of his some of the content that was attached to the company. Yeah. And so we had season one and two. Uh, I think one was for sure on Netflix mm-hmm. and two was on Netflix, I believe. Yeah. And then, and then they, sh- they had moved on in Italy, but didn't hear. Right. And so we were all, all of us who were fans were just sort of hanging around waiting for those legal processes to be completed. And boy, did it take a long time Mm -hmm. before it found a new home at HBO max. And you, they've moved on. Like I said, in Italy, they've moved on the stories progressing and moving along. But Gamora, if, if you don't remember, was one of those shows that really, you know, is a modern day, you know, uh, street godfather mm-hmm. and again yeah. we're dealing with a, a different kind of mob um a different structure of of the mob and in in italy though not in the united states right in italy naples. and <laughs> what naples in Na- in naples which yeah. is a different it's not sicilian it's not that kind of structure and you, you're going to remind us all i think you're going to have to mm-hmm. critic if you can remember back from season one mm-hmm. a little bit if you don't mm-hmm. i can help you because i am not i i have more of a memory of that than because i'm i haven't moved on yet mm-hmm. so our listeners need to figure out hey can i just start this at season three no no <laughs> what am i getting into what do i need to expect you had me at the mob i like mob stuff is this like is it like uh, on hbo is it the sopranos and I think we're going to have to make a good distinction for them because they need to be prepared to not only physically watch it in a way yeah, um, where, you know, it's different from watching The Sopranos and then also structurally how it's different as well. So, you know, I'm here yeah. for you. <laughs> 
Yes, and it, it is closer to The Godfather than The Sopranos. But I, I would say if you like any of that stuff, you're going to like Gamora. It's just what it's going to be. Um, now, it was on Sundance TV. That's where it started. Then Netflix got it, and then we had all of this mess over here because even across the pond, they've gotten these seasons. We're the only ones in the States. Yeah, that's what I'm the, saying. Yeah, they, like they, they've gotten it over yeah, there. Yeah, again, outside gone. of Italy, everybody has seen it everybody except for us. Did. Yes, yes. So, and who knows when HBO Max will release season four, um, which they will. And then they haven't done season five yet. So now we have season three here in the States, which I have completed all 12 episodes. Um, so what we have is in the center. Wait, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. Can they, where can they watch season one and two? Is it still HBO on Max. Netflix? Okay, so now it's all one place. You don't have to dip around. Okay, great. That's great. right, exactly. So all on HBO Max. Also, since we're talking about how you access it, you have two options on HBO Max. You can watch it with the original Italian track and subtitles or in, with the English dub. Get now, out! Yes. Did and you try I am, both? No, because I'm not a fan of English. Well, I'll tell you this. Let me tell you. Let me, now that you said this, let me tell you all something. Yeah, well, we're here. When you go in, they automatically choose English. So you have to click that little tab. You'll see it. And this it should good. say Italian if you want that. Okay. This is good because if you don't know that, it was re- like, it's like Lupin yes. on, on Netflix. They have an English dub of that and you have to be careful. Mm. Otherwise, you're going to go, oh, this is, he's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. You need those original voices. Exactly. I'm not a fan outside of animation of dubs, just in general. I will read the subtitles because like you're saying, you miss what the actors are doing. We need that. Animation, cool. Plus for animated movies, they get A-list actors to do the voiceover work. Of course, of course. Okay. Anyway, so the other thing is, if you stop an episode and you go back in HBO Max to they'll they'll have your little list of shows you've started you can continue. Yeah. Just so you know, if you click into Gamora again from there, it automatically takes you to English. Okay, see so, yeah, thank you. All right. So, so to be clear before you mm. get into the plot, to be clear listeners, this is an originally an an Italian spoken um tv show you can watch it with english subtitles but if you are watching it on hbo max it will put you on the english dub track and we at why watch at watch that are recommending that you go in and physically change those preferences because these actors are great actors i mean they're doing the work yeah and you'll you'll want to do it so what you do just click back into the show then you can do it. Now, if you go from episode to episode, it'll keep the Italian. Great. Okay. So with that, I was about to call HBO again because I have called them before. <laughs> I have. I did. There was, there's a show. Of course you have. I did. Because there was, there's a show, <laughs> which is a, a, a show from Spain. Um, and they were supposed to give it to us with the regular Spanish track and the English subtitles but they didn't offer it that way so i called them and i said hey what's going on and a month later they fixed it so thank you hbo now so now if that said so wait are you the becky of i no, you the call, karen 
<laughs> you call me whatever you want. But no, but I'm I'm Karen if Karen is right because yes. they, <laughs> they said that. And I was like, y'all not giving us what you said. Anyway, I won't get into no, it. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. No, seriously. I think our listeners do have to, because some listeners are like, oh, subtitles. I don't know. I'm yeah. just going to stick with the dub track. But I think we're, we're, we're on to something. Just uh, try Lupin, it. Gamora, don't do the dub. Just don't, don't do, do it. it. Just and, don't. and now, everybody, we're going to get more and more of this coming to yes. us in the States. So get ready to read. <laughs> The more you do it, the better you'll be at it. This, we will guarantee true. it. I have yeah. no problems reading subtitles now. No, it, there is a. You have to be in the mood for it, though. Yeah. I will for 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 someone who you have to be in the mood to be like, okay, I need to pay. You can't, mo- you know, move around and right. uh, unless you know a little Italian. Mm-hmm. And this is specific Italian too. So if you're just learning, no, you got to get used to it, the well, dialect. Yeah. And also, it's 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 also uh, slang. So I exactly. Mean, like even in they all like if somebody speaks like proper Italian, they'll say it in the show. It's hilarious. They're like, oh, we're, oh, you went to school. Huh? <laughs> like, it's hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, so for leading up to season three, essentially at the center of this show is the Savastano family. Uh, the head, Don Pietro, uh, in jail, oh. out of jail. His wife, they have a son, Gennaro, who oh. wants to be the Don. That's really what's happening. We've seen him in... Fargo, the latest season. That's right. You know, me mugging. Now, so at this point in season three, Don, Pietro, and the wife, non plus. They are gone. I won't tell you how. And keep in mind, someone who was close to the family, not close to a family, friend of the family, villain, trying to start his own thing, maybe not, who knows, Chiro DiMazio. Now, Chiro, this, these Chiro and the Savastanos, they kill each other's families. They do all kinds of stuff, but they can't get away from each other. They just can't no, quit. They can't. I can't quit you. No. Each other. Mm-hmm. But what happens? Because after the end of season two, a major event happens leading into season three. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. Leading into season three. And the question for Jenny and Chiro is, do they need to kill each other? <laughs> or can they be friends? Or, or is any of this possible? So just know that Chiro has to go away. Where okay. Go? You have mm-hmm. to, though, explain, because mm-hmm. we have some interest from our listeners. I can feel it. This is not the regular mob that we're used to mm-hmm. watching, where it's yeah. just one Don and that's it. So they all have territories. It's kind of like um, a gang. Yeah, it, exactly. It's it's if you watch what's the what's the one on Netflix with the drugs in um, England. Now I'm forgetting my names, but anyway. Um, so it's coming back. It'll come to me later. So it's it's when you have different factions and they have different territories. So we have different dons and they have to come together with an agreement. So there are parts of that that we've seen in mob movies, uh, but this is really decentralized as you're getting at ref. So you have to be very careful here. So, you know, you might be the dawn one day and not the dawn the next day. So the question now is for Jenny and Chiro separately, regardless of their relationship, which I won't give away now, Jenny, what's he going to do? He now has a wife and a son. And this wife has a father. 
And this father is getting out of prison. Oh. And he is a Don. Oh, no. So how is that going to relate with Jenny? What is Jenny doing with the man's money? Now, Jenny hired someone who's good with money, who's got education, (laughs) speaks proper Italian to deal with this money. So what's going on with that, with that part of the family? Hmm. Also, there's a new faction that's going to come up in season three. Hmm. And this new faction is headed by a guy who might want revenge on some of these people, some of these Dons. Which ones? Uh-oh. Why? Uh-oh. He has an older sister who raised him. Okay. This okay. older sister reached an agreement with these people to let them go and they'll let us go. Is her brother in on it? He's now grown. She now has a son of her own. What's going on with that? All right. Now, we also have one of the Donas. Not not a Don. Female Don. Yeah. Donnell. She's in prison. Is she going to stay in prison? No. How'll she get out, though? I don't know. And if she gets out, what does she want? Oh, you what know. is she thinking about Jenny? What is she thinking about Chiro? What's she thinking about these other Dons? Because in her part of Naples, Secundigliano, does she want to be in charge? Can Jenny exist in that world where she's in charge as well? Now, Jenny has all of these schemes to make money. He tries to bring these people in. Do they go with him? Can he trust them? Can they trust him? That's the thing that's happening here. And with Chanel, there is a character in between both Jenny and Chanel, Patrizia. Now, Patrizia was connected to Don Pietro. So what's she doing now, that Patrizia? Can you trust her? Is she playing both sides? Because Jenny thinks that she's his messenger, while Chanel might think something else. Mm. What does Patrizia think is the question. So as we go through season three, who knows who's left standing? I'm going to tell you this. This show has no problem getting rid of somebody. It's true. Like in the moment when you think they're about to do something, gone. Like there was one moment this season, ref, where I went, wait. (laughs) Like even after seeing so many episodes, I was like, whoa, how dare you? (laughs) Like how dare y'all are tough. Y'all are rough. And that's why we love Gamora. Gamora does not waste your time. That's the thing here. It doesn't waste your time. They give you what you need to know and they move forward. They don't do a lot of talking. When they talk, it matters. You get a lot of mugging and walking. (laughs) Okay, a lot of (laughs) walking away from stuff, a bunch of setups. But the thing is, the storytelling is what's compelling. If you like mob stuff, I I mean, really, you can't get much better than Gamora. You just not just mob. You can go with Narcos. You can go with if you like Mm -hmm. that world of Narcos, even Narcos Mexico, Mm -hmm. um, all of it. I'm going to say your favorite. Even if you just it just the wire, meaning, meaning, meaning Mm -hmm. the complicated crime um, organization uh, of just a lot of of watch your back (laughs) watch your back so 
there you have it. Gamora is. Thank you for that, Critic. I know you danced a lot because a lot has happened since the first time we saw Chiro. I will never, ever forget because you were you went on about Gamora and Gamora. And it was one of those things where I, was like, I will get, I, you know, I was upset about Rectify being off of Sundance TV. So I was like, I'm done with Sundance TV. Mm-hmm. And you kept talking about Gamora. And then there is this, it's episode one. And it's and it's fine. It's going through it of season yeah. one, and then something happens. Yes, in a cafe. <laughs> it's kind of like um, uh, with Walter White. It's like yes! when that mo- yeah when that moment happens. Well, but don't give it away. Yeah, don't no, tell- I'm not. Oh, no, oh. but you're exactly right. If you are just starting this, the first episode well, I remember watching on Sunday, so I was like, okay, because it yeah. had all this buzz. But when it goes, oh, and the show I meant, uh, Raph on Netflix is Top Boy. That's the one. Yeah, you talk about Top, Top Boy. Boy. Like, yeah. yeah, but yeah, this is better than Top Boy, and I love Top Boy. To me, if you're gonna if you're gonna compare crime worlds and complicated crime worlds. This absolutely, if, if, if you like Narcos a little bit, Gamora is gonna, my opinion, yeah. going to exceed it because now you're, you're, you're dealing with, um, uh, you're dealing with, you, you get invested somehow. I don't know, maybe because it was based well, on a novel. What, you know what it is to ref? And it's, it's like not I, real people. And, and like I was saying, it's not a lot of, fat in this show they really get to the point and you also now you have chiro and patricia who are so smart so you're you're always going what's going on with them and jenny started as a complete idiot really yes he did they sent his butt to south america and then he starts learning but does he learn fast enough so there's always you never quite know whether what you're seeing are people who are aware of the dangers that are coming that way. There's always something just off screen, but I'm gonna tell yeah. you, Chiro and Patrizia, and I won't tell you what happens at the end. The end of course, at the end of season three, you go, no. I, I'm like, I need season four because I can't believe what I just saw. See, and I think I'm, I, you know what? Here's the thing, listeners, and we're really gonna have to end this. Yes. But, but it's a worthy end because we've waited so long. Yes. The thing about it is we know that season four exists and I'm not going to confirm or deny if I tried to get it <laughs> by any means necessary. I will not confirm and I will not deny it. Um, season four and five are already out or sorry. Season four is already out in the, in the hemispheres and they know exactly what happens. I can't imagine HBO max making us wait a year. Yeah. For us to do that, um, to, to continue on with the story they are filming season five, meaning they're there. It's, it's already in the works. It's it's um, whether they're currently physically filming it or not because of COVID, but they have, you know, they're gearing up to go. I saw in the trades and um, the question then becomes for you listeners, is it a worthy binge? And I yeah. will tell you, you will start binging and boy, do you go down roads just in season one alone. I, <laughs> You know, I because I think I started like maybe three episodes or four episodes into season two, and then I got scared because <laughs> because it was running out, and I was like, yeah. I want to savor it. There's I even a movie it. too. There's a spinoff movie. I mean, like we need this stuff. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. We need it. And it's like, like it is a show that it just drags you in. And I, I, I can't even get into all of the machinations that like, like what parents do the children. And it's just like, what? These people don't care who you are. I'll put it that way. You either with them or you against them. And that can change on a dime. Yes, it can on a dawn. So <laughs> there you have it. We've got all of our TV offerings. It's starting to pick back up, folks. We had a little bit of a break during the holidays, but now TV's back in full swing, all along with other features um, that are coming out. So, and most of us aren't venturing out. So your TV is getting worked a little bit. And the question is, will you be nice to your TV and work it? <laughs> it wants to be worked. Work it. Work it. Do it. <laughs> Own it. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.